Once you're free on the inside, you're free indeed. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today on the show, we have Pastor Rice Brooks. And Rice Brooks is talking to us about God, about Jesus, about Jesus as our Redeemer, and how awesome our God truly is. And when He comes on the inside of us, and when He is our Savior, and when we are free on the inside, we are free indeed, because nothing out there can keep us in bondage. If you look at the life of Paul, when he was in prison, he was still free because Jesus lived inside of him and he would worship and praise even in the midst of being in chains. What an amazing testimony. Here's Rice. Our theme, the whole series, has been that Christ, starting out, was the perfect redeemer. And then, it's, then we went to Christ as the perfect, I believe, mediator. And he was the perfect last week's substitute. And this week we talk about being the perfect man. Redeemer, you don't understand what redeemer means unless you really understand the concept of slavery. People try to criticize the Bible and say somehow the Bible condones slavery. And when the skeptics are trying to pick the Bible apart, they try to say somehow that because God has restrictions and addressed slavery, that somehow that must mean he condoned it, he didn't condemn it. But slavery is one of the most basic, uh, basic kind of expressions of the fallen human nature. When uh, the Ten Commandments were given, God basically says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the house of slavery, out of the house of bondage. And then the Ten Commandments, you'll have no other gods before me. Have no idols. Don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Remember the Sabbath. Honor your father and mother. Don't murder. Don't, don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't lie. Don't covet. Those Ten Commandments followed the premise that I brought you out of slavery. Slavery is the condition of one human dominating the other, but it is a natural picture of the spiritual domination of Satan dominating us sin dominating us, and only in Christ can we be free. He is our Redeemer. You see, people got mad at Jesus because he did not do what they wanted him to do as the predicted Messiah. They wanted the Messiah that would come in and would kick out the Romans and would overturn the oppression. But Jesus didn't come just to address the natural circumstances He came to deal with the heart condition of the inner bondage, the inner inner need for deliverance. And so Christ as the Redeemer works from the inside out. Once you're free on the inside, you're free indeed. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. Uh, We love to quote sports people. You know, people, when they come to Christ and they're athletes, they think, oh, I'm now a Christian. I'm going to win. Oh, Jesus is on my side, and and now I've got God on my side. And I say, okay, that might happen. But historically, Christians have not done well in Colosseums. You see, Christ works from the inside out. You get free. When the Apostle Paul wrote uh, that famous verse, and this is where I was going on the sports thing, When he wrote that verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, Paul was not standing victorious like Rocky on the top of a steps 
triumphant. Paul had a chain around his leg in a prison cell. And yet the prison cell meant nothing. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The perfect mediator. Christ stands between us and a holy God in, in essence. He is the mediator. We don't need just good people or maybe a saint. He is the one and only mediator, the man Christ Jesus. And so he stands between us. He not only stands as the mediator between us and God, Christ is the mediator between us and one another, between ourselves. How do we reconcile? How do we overcome the difficulties and the, and the issues that separate and divide people for all kinds of reasons? When I lived for a while in Israel and looking at the Palestinians and, and the Jews, the Jewish people, and thinking, who, who can bring them together? You need a mediator that loves them as much as he loves them, and both sides know that they're equally loved, and they can trust that common mediator. And Christ is the one who loves Palestinian and Jew. He loves, you know, Filipino and Japanese. He loves white and black, and he is the perfect mediator that not only reconciles us to God, but to one another. And then what about our substitute? You know, the gospel basically says that God, the creator, became man in Christ. And he lived the life we should have lived. He died the death we should have died in our place. You see, Christ became the perfect substitute. He took upon himself our punishment. But yet, that leads us to tonight because he is not only the perfect Redeemer, he's not only the perfect mediator, the substitute, he was the perfect man. Now, I don't know about you, but perfection in terms of humanity is elusive. Um, we may think that we found the perfect man, or the woman may think, oh, or the man may think I found the perfect woman, just because the picture has been airbrushed because there's been all kind of cosmetic enhancement. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We, can, we have this elusive desire for perfection. And yet, who could say that any man or any woman is perfect? But, you know, people, you see them all the time. Actually, I went to, I went to a, a function here in the Philippines, and there was a lot of dig dignitaries and famous people. And one woman on the back row was just sitting there during the whole thing taking, you know, I mean, just so full of herself, like, and I'm sure, that, I mean, just oblivious to this kind of somewhat serious uh, a gathering, yet just self-absorbed. And then, of course, you're going to have low going through the pictures, delete, 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 looking for that perfect shot where we can portray this illusion of perfection and beauty that is so fleeting. And yet, who could we say, what man? I mean, even Kim Jong-il or Kim Jong-un and all of his, you know, he went out and, and deludes the North Koreans into thinking he's the perfect man. In fact, he said, I played golf and shot an 18, a hole-in-one on every hole. Now, you, you, you have, you've never played golf in order to believe that, okay? In other words, what do we do to project this? But Christ, his perfection was not some illusion was not some airbrushed thing, was not some contrived selfie of himself. The Bible is no just, you know, imaginary person. Here was the perfect man. In fact, when Jesus came on the scene, he said, and at, toward the end of his life when they were about to crucify him, he said, which one of you convicts me of sin? Pilate, 
who judged him said, I find no fault in this man. So we're dealing with the one and only perfect man. And so that's why we have more than a savior. We have more, there's no concept of him. In fact, St. Anselm would say it this way, that he is that which is no, none greater than. He is the one that there is no greater conception of, uh, 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 of a thing other than him. In other words, you can't even imagine something greater than God. That's how great he is. That was Dr. Rice Brooks, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Rice Brooks, The Last Adam. You can also find out more information about him at ricebrooks.com, and that is B-R-O-O-C-K-S.com. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.